0: Hello everybody and welcome to another edition of the Green Room Podcast. I'm Matthew Bruni and joining me once again is Colin Mitchell. Colin, mm-hmm. how are you on this Saturday night? Do you have a nice Saturday? I heard Avatar was good. That's what you texted. Avatar, me.
1: I was a hater and now I now I'm excited for three, four, five, six, and seven, and eight, or however many they're gonna have. So you know we'll, I don't we'll I don't believe it can be good. I mean, I was like a full blown hater. I was like, "There is no way that a movie that came out when I was 12 years old yeah. is going to have a sequel now, and well, it's going to be good."
0: But here's my, listen, here's my. I, thing. Didn't even need,
1: I didn't even need to watch the first movie, and I thought it was good.
0: So I watched. Obviously, we all saw the first one when we were kids. Yeah, right. I didn't rewatch it, but like nothing sticks with me about that movie.
1: Yeah, that's like, why I thought one. that the second was going to be garbage. This movie's really it's good. Like,
0: Nobody ever like, hey man, I really want to go watch the first avatar again. Yeah. Like nobody ever says that, even though it was But I would the rewatch
1: highest... the second Avatar.
0: <clears throat> and I okay. never
1: rewatch movies.
0: Okay. So so I'm being you're telling me this Avatar movie is good. I would I would give it an eight out of ten.
1: That's pretty high. There's one actor that's pretty bad. <laughs> okay. Uh... All right that that made me drop it too. Um I think it's interesting that you're not using a light on your face and instead you're losing it on the wall for behind you. That's kind of interesting to me.
0: Well, I also have the the ring light in front of me. Is it on? But
1: yeah. You want me to okay. move it closer? I just it just looks like you have a shadow on your face. You see how my face is bright? You see how you can see I'm my skin closer. tones and my cheeks?
0: I'm moving closer. Well, yeah, but I just I think I told you before I think I told you before I don't like the how, how dark our podcast looks when only
1: and now we're lighting up. And now you're darker. Now you're now you're a lot better. You're a lot better.
0: Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I I, I, did, I told Colin I didn't like how dark it was whenever I didn't have the lamp on here, and it was just black background with dark. dark. Do you want
1: me to turn the the, oh. the background? No, green? no, it's good, it's good, Colin. Okay. It's good. So All right, two minutes stuck. in. Yeah,
0: two minutes in. We've given we've talked an about way review. more. We talked about way more <clears throat> for
1: longer, but it's okay.
0: We've given an avatar review. We yeah. fixed our lighting. We're good to go. We're good to pod. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to talk about North Texas basketball, okay? Yeah. So North Texas played FAU today. We're recording this on Saturday night. Um, they played at 1 p.m. in Boca Raton. Um, how many minutes did, did they end up leading in this game? It was like, I think it was
1: the whole game except for the first, like, I thought yeah, it was I like, thought it was like 35,
0: 35 minutes or something like that. I don't have, Where's that stat on here? I don't see the stat up here. Regardless, they led for a vast majority of the game. Um, but they end up losing to FAU 66 to 62 in a game between the two best teams in conference USA by a wide margin. There's a lot of different places we can go with this game. I mean, mm-hmm. just uh, obviously for everybody who watched it, y'all know North Texas was in the lead. FAU comes back. FAU had a really good crowd. Good for them because I'm not used to FAU having a good crowd. Tyler Perry comes live in the second quarter. Aaron Scott, I thought, had a really good game. Yeah. So I was making threes like – Everything looked like it was going in the right direction, and they couldn't quite get the win. So they lose the season series to FAU, get, lose both of those games, fall to 5-2 and two in conference play, have FIU on Monday. What do you think about the loss?
1: Uh, I think my initial reaction was your getting, a, getting to the NCAA tournament without winning the Conference USA tournament is over now. I think that you had to win this game because I guess – uh, and you would know this better than me. This, I think this was considered a quad one game. Would
0: this be considered yeah. quad one or quad two? Okay. Quad yeah, one. The, it's so, on the road on the road against the top. Well, hell their number FAU was number like 14 in the net. So yes, it would yeah, be a quad one game. Either. Right. So,
1: so there's that, right. My concern moving forward is I think that that is the only way that they end up getting to the tournament. Cause I don't, and I'll elaborate this more. I don't think that this team is built for tournament basketball. I think it's built to win conference championships. I think they'll win the conference championship this year because I think FAU will inevitably come down. But this team is so built to just grind out games, win games, but I don't think they could put it all together in a tournament setting. And I think we saw that at the end of this game, in a game where it was like it felt like they kind of had not – I mean, they don't have to win it, but it it felt like a a tournament game. It was like, okay, this is big. We're leading. How do we close this game out? And FAU feels a lot like the North Texas team with Javion, Reese, all those Dread, guys. That's, sack, that's what, that's what um, FAU feels like now. The same grit, but the talent is used a lot better. And I, like I said, I, I, we, we've talked about this over and over again. I'm not trying to harp on North Texas talent because I think they're talented. I just don't think, you know, for whatever reason, not be, they're not able to put the production up. But I think FAU is that team, that team that if they get to the tournament, they have the defense – and they have the offense to do it, whereas UAB now I'm not really scared of UAB in a tournament, but I don't think North Texas is going to be able to overcome five minute droughts in a tournament setting now I think they can overcome that in a, in a
0: regular season setting because you just you can just grind teams down you and know what I playing, mean yeah you're playing let's say FIU then rice and UTSA exactly and exactly and you, and not only that Tennessee. you have rest
1: between games the way North Texas plays if you're playing those back to back to back games
0: I mean you're what you're grinding out well <clears throat> yeah that that's my that's the whole thing so like the only I'm overall very very positive i think with this team still like i i I want to get to your point in a second, but um to speak to your first point the the real negative that I have from this game is that this felt like a must win game and this felt like a game that those teams in the prior years would have won, yeah. I don't know if that's fair or not because we saw that Javion team that made the tournament, like the team, this team. We saw this team lose games, like they got swept by UAB. Remember, they uh, they lost, uh, they split with La Tech at home. Like we, this team came in third in their division, but the thing is, is if you always felt like they had the talent and they had the potential and the potency to elevate at times when they needed to and win games in the tournament. Last year's team, I thought, did not have that level. They had to grind you out. They had they were super super consistent, but their ceiling wasn't as high. Clearly, right. but they figured out a way to win win games. So you go from two teams where I think their ceilings were pretty high. Obviously, the COVID year that got cut short. I think they would have been had a very high ceiling. That twenty twenty one team had a very high ceiling. Twenty two and two team, I think, had a lower ceiling. This year's team, again, to not to to, to repeat ourselves, it feels like they should have a higher ceiling. But they're playing like last year's team. And their offense has taken a significant dip, as we've mentioned throughout the entire season. Um, you know, they're now 308th in two point percentage in the country. Like uh, they've, their three point percentage is, is climbing, which is very, very encouraging. But the two point percentage isn't good. They, they don't get easy baskets. They had five shot clock violations and 16 turnovers total. Like you're not going to beat good teams doing that. And to your point, in a tournament setting, if you are turning the ball over 16 times when you only have like 60 possessions a game because you, you know, run the clock down the whole time. You're not going to win four straight games. Like that's just very, very hard to do. So, um, or maybe it's only three straight games because uh, of buys. But regardless, it's a, uh, it does feel like, that's my main takeaway from this negatively is that you lose the potential for an at-large bid because you're, even, even if you run the table from here on out, they don't have enough quality wins yeah we you don't your best win is over grand canyon which i think grand Canyon's actually a, a really solid team like that's a good win but you didn't beat saint Mary's. you didn't beat either fiu you didn't beat fiu either time like you can beat uab twice but it, it doesn't do it for me i don't think they make the tournament at this point as an at-large team you know have to win the tournament so right that's where my negativity comes from is that they're not going to get an at-large bid and i just routinely i think we see with in these two FAU games, because now this is two games, this is 80 minutes of context here, FAU just has that extra gear at times. And I think North Texas was arguably the better team in those games. But FAU had the the extra gear. Like we saw with this team right here in 2021. They have the extra gear. Yeah. Like right. Like Western Kentucky was probably the better team in that championship game. North Texas had extra gear. gear. So
1: I don't know. That's my like negative take. Well that's that's the thing. You had other players that could make shots. You know, Tyler Perry at the end of games, if he's not hitting the shots, I mean, it just – it looks sad. Well, it's, it makes you want to pull your hair out when it's like, okay, well, this is the only guy that can go to. Whereas in the past, you had Jurettis hit big shots. You had Thomas Bell at big shots in that Western Kentucky game that you're talking about. Obviously, Javion, Reese. I mean, you had guys that can make shots where it's now it's – it goes, okay, everyone clear out. They, no one, everyone knows that no one else is getting the ball. I mean, maybe Kai, but no one else is getting the ball. Yeah. And so, and it's just like, okay, well, this is another Tyler three – Instead of you know going for two or drawing a play, I I mean I don't know how how they drew up that the end of the game, but it just looked like a Tyler Iso to me, and that's what they're hinging the whole game on because they know if he misses the shot, they're not going to win the game.
0: Yeah, so I mean, obviously, offensively, they still have some work to do. I I am slightly encouraged. Obviously, they shoot 12 21 from three. Like if they shoot if they shoot forty percent from three for the rest of the year. They're going to be a very, very difficult team to beat. That includes Kai going three or four. That includes Aaron going two or four. And Aaron's been hot lately. Um, Edie has been ha- trigger happy. I think that's been really good. Ruben's one of two. Like They're getting comfortable shooting the ball, at least. That's a positive. And I, I have more positives as we move forward. But like it, you're right in that the entire season has been about, all right, how are you going to help Tyler out? And then Abu had that really good run. Yeah. And then Abu is in foul trouble and ends the game with what, what was it, one point or two points? One uh, point. One point tonight. On Today, zero yeah. three shooting. And one of those, a couple of those were kind of bunnies that I thought he should have made. So like at the end of the day, it's Tyler Hunt, it's Tyler Perry, and then everybody else kind of falling in line. You hope that the rest start getting a little bit more comfortable, which I think they are. And that leads me to the positive side if you want to. Let's talk about it. I'm going to push back against that a little
1: bit because I don't think comfortable should be Tyree Eady getting two shots. I don't think it should mean uh, Aaron Scott leading the team in field goal attempts. I think I think this team needs to shoot more than 45 times a game. Well, that goes back to the turnovers. Well, I, I mean, yes, it goes back to their turnovers. But also, you know, Tyree Eady, one of two, you know, what are we doing? I mean, Jaden Martinez, he took five shots. Matthew Stone had the the one shot. Ruben, six shots. I don't know. It's I didn't just- have a
0: big problem with the I shot. I mean, I don't, I don't because mean, mean I don't mean Tyler pretty well.
1: I like, don't mean, I don't mean tonight. I just mean overall. Yeah. Like it's like, and, and another night, if Tyler gets 14 shots, then Ruben's going to get four instead of the six. And uh, Kai's going to get eight instead of the, you know, it's, it's, it feels like it's just always the same amount and it's always going to go. It's like, it's like, instead of, It's like you start the game and it's like, okay, we have 55 possessions and this is all we're going to have the whole game. And you're counting down from that instead of being able to go up from there or go down if you need to. I think that that's the biggest issue for me. It's like, you know, it's going to be 30 seconds. You're going to run the clock down. You know, that 30% of the time, I'm just making up a number. Tyler is going to be coming off a ball screen and throwing up a shot, which works. I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't work sometimes, but it's just, it's just, I hate
0: the way the offense works. I just hate it so much. Yeah, I I mean you're not gonna get pushback from me on that. It's it again, uh it feels a little bit I mean, they're the slowest team in the country.
1: That's really Which is you. fine.
0: Which is fine.
1: Like I like I don't mind it, but show me something. Dynamicism. I don't like if like uh the two year ago two years ago team, they were really slow, but you had guys that you were like, Okay, I know Reese can get hot. I know Javion obviously
0: Thomas. Well, Bell that's what they're trying shots. to get to, though. I feel like that's where they're trying to get to, and that guys just haven't been making shots. So now maybe if guys start making shots, you start to get a little more comfortable. So, OK, but I mean,
1: but if on. they're if they're making 51 percent of their shots and I'm complaining about that right now, when is that going to come? What how does that come? I mean, yeah, Tyler with 18. Yeah, that's that's great. Kai, I think he should be averaging 13, even though we say this is a really good game. I think he needs to this needs to be normal for him. Aaron Scott, 14, that's great. But then you have one from uh Abu, which is uncharacteristic c- characteristic. Jaden Martinez, four points. Matthew Stone, two points. I don't expect much from Ruben, seven points. Like you gotta have guys where it's like you can trust them to make shots when you need to make a shot. And that's where I feel like this team, no, I mean, Kai hit the big uh the big shot the other day to win the game. But between outside of those two, you can just trap trap them. You, they trap Tyler at the end of the game. And that, right, that that's,
0: that's I mean, I've said before that I would trap Tyler. The thing is, I I just feel like they're moving in the right direction with no, everything I, that I, we're I, talking about. Like every, I, single, I, we want them to make more shots. They're making more shots. We want Matthew Stone to play, not play twenty minutes. He played seven. Like that's true, that's that true. that's good. Like I guess, um, I guess I just we, don't think it's happening as quick as I'd like. Like yes, the loss sucks, guys. The loss sucks. I I agree. I I think it really sucks because if they even split these two. We're looking at the rest of the season. Like, hey, if they sweep UAB, if they go 18 and two in conference, this is a team that could potentially, in theory, get an at-large bid because their nets and their KPI right. are going to be so damn high. And you know, if they make it to the championship and lose, you have that you have that chance. You have that chance, and you also make the NIT again if if you know if you do win win the regular season title and move on. And so, on. and they could maybe still win the regular season title. FAU six and zero. They obviously have a two game advantage because they've already beaten North Texas twice. But who knows? They almost lost to FIU. Uh, North Texas could get hot and, you know, the offense could come around. That at large is out of the picture. Yeah. North Texas is trending in the right direction offensively. And I think with three-point shooting, and I think that bucket from Kai to beat La Tech was intentional. And I think it gave him a lot of confidence moving forward. That's my hope. That is my hope. So you see Aaron Scott getting better. You see Kai getting better. We, we, we need Abu to get back to where he was, but you have those, and then teams are going to continue to harass Tyler. He's going to continue to get those nine shots a game, and if he makes five of them, that's great. But I just see it's not pretty, but shots are going in more, and that's the biggest thing because I while I think that I agree with you, the past three, four years, whatever you want to say, those teams were more dynamic. At the end of the day, really the biggest difference – was that their three pointers went in? Like, that's what I've said on this podcast 100 times is it that I've read the rankings of where they've ranked in the three point shooting? You know, they were, yeah, last year 59th, year before that 36, year before that 17th. Like, they've always been a good three point shooting team over the last three years. This year, they were down in the 200s, now they're up to 133. The shots are just going in a little bit more in conference play, they're shooting 37 percent from three. So, if that continues to happen. I feel good about this offense like that. That's and if they that continues to happen, there is still a path to them going like 16 and four in conference. Yeah, and maybe winning the regular season title still, which would ensure them getting into the NIT. Like that's still a big deal. So I'm I'm just very, very positive still. I um, I think there's a lot of winnable games now. If they lose to FIU, I won't be as positive, obviously. But if they beat FIU, if they beat Rice, if they split with UAB like I I'll still be cool. And I think there's a good chance that they end up going fifteen and five or better.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I said that I think that they still have a chance to win the regular season uh, conference yeah. championship. It's just we talked about over and over again. There's no really gimme games this year. You have to catch right. up. They almost lost to La Tech because You're of right. the same the same issues that I was talking about. They keep turning the ball over. They had how much did they have tonight? Sixteen. Uh, Sixteen. I think they had seventeen against Middle, and then they had against La Tech. They had sixteen Maya.
0: What was Maya barking at? She heard
1: something. Sixteen against Law Tech. I don't think. I don't think that's going to get easier because you just you force the ball in Tyler or Kai's hands, and when they trap them, it just that's just what's going to happen. Um, so I mean, I don't. Outside of making shots, I don't see. Sorry, yeah. making the shots they've been getting. I don't see a way, in my eyes, that their offense is going to get much better it, because, right. sorry.
0: No, I'm sorry, I cut you off. I didn't know you were talking still. But, anyways, all I was gonna say is I think we forget how ugly the offense has been at times over the past seven years. But does it feel this coaching like, like the missed layups this year? Look, okay, yes, look, missed layups are missed layups. I can't. Yeah. I mean, they're 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 division one freaking players that are 6'8 at the rim. Like, if they miss a layup, I don't know what to say. Like, it was weird. <laughs> they're missing him. But the turnovers, which I agree, the offense is not pretty to watch. It's not. This year they ran and through, what is it, what are we now, six games in? Yeah. They're five in. No, they're seven games in. Seven games in the conference, right? A third of the way through the conference. They're seventh in the conference in turnover percentage. Okay? Last year, they were 12th out of 14 teams. The year before that, they were ninth out of 14 teams. And the year yeah. before that they were sixth out of 14 teams this year they're seventh out of 11 teams like I, I don't just don't the offense has never been aesthetically pleasing they've had moments and I think this year the concern is yeah sure turnovers is a concern definitely but their bigger concern is that this team feels a little bit more sporadic at times like we have the five minute droughts and then you have the I mean where they went punch for punch with FAU where they yeah. were just like hitting threes and you're just like okay are they are yeah. they good now is this what's yeah. happening like they do feel more sporadic but I I just my point is this is the same damn offense we've seen the past 4 years the difference is the ball wasn't going in the hoop now the ball's going in the hoop if the ball goes in the hoop they're going to be fine so that's that's where that's where I'm at with this team I think they're going to be fine if the ball goes in the hoop I don't have anything else to say. I've already I said my piece. You have said your piece, <laughs> and I know you're you're not like you're not blowing up or anything on them. No, but... it's just it's it's just it.
1: Like two years ago, you had Zach and in in that could that was able to pass really well. You don't have that with Abu. You could run the offense through Thomas last year and still play with Tyler. Now you don't have that inside presence to run anything through. So it's like you're playing everything from the perimeter. You're forcing yeah. everything through your guards, and the then you're like hoping that Abu you. right. You're hoping that Abu doesn't get doubled to so he can make a good pass so it's like all of everything hinges on how is tyler doing it really 100%. does everything 100%. hinges on that and that that's my biggest concern is just how and i guess to kai to a certain extent too it's like it really hinges on how well those two are doing because if tyler has an off night and by off i mean you know he makes like it gets six points or something eight points or something like yeah. that it's going to be an awful game to see like if that happens and now I don't think it, that's a likely chance to happen. But if it happens, and in a tournament setting, like I said, that could happen because you're game planning for a team way more so than you are, you know, during a regular season. That's just, it, it's it just, there's so many things that have to go perfect in my eyes for this team to win games. It's just that they're really good at doing it because they did it last year. Yeah. Whereas I think, I still think the teams from two years ago and three years, or sorry, two years ago. Yeah, two years ago yeah, and three, years, and three ago years ago didn't have to have everything go right because they could, they could overachieve in moments. Whereas this team, I feel like, has to hit every, th- every benchmark, every bit of status quo that they have in them to win a game.
0: Yeah, and I, like, I, like we said before earlier this season, is it felt like going into the season they didn't have to live like this. like They, they shouldn't <laughs> yeah. have to yeah. be, you know doing this. They shouldn't be the slowest team in the country, basically. And that slowest team in the country metric, I know we harp on it a lot, but it truly speaks to how this team plays. Yeah. Like at every facet, it, it speaks to how this offense is designed and what they do. Like if you have – if you're truly kind of trying to be a little bit more open of an offense, you don't have the slowest tempo in the country. You just don't. Um, ultimately, it works. They win games, and I've I've repeated that time after time. But like that's kind of who they are at this point. Yeah. And so. Yes, it does. I do wish maybe they were a little bit more open at times, but they're not. We just have to hope the ball goes in the hoop. Right. That's that's it. Real quick, I want to give a shout-out to Tyler Perry because I don't think we've given enough shout-outs to Tyler Perry on this podcast. Mm. Um, He is now 50 of 107 from three for 47% on the season. Which is um, crazy. Which is absolutely insane. Can you do some quick math for me? What's 107 divided by 15? 107 divided by 15. Out. Yeah, pull a calculator. Out and do that right. for What was that? Nine, eight,
1: 107 eight. divided by. Not 15. even close. It's eight?
0: seven point one. Okay, so he's shooting 47% on over seven attempts per game.
1: Yeah, it's kind of crazy, and he's averaging that... seven, He's almost. He's averaging almost 18 points a game in a team that scores <laughs> 62 a game. Yeah, it's <laughs> basically, right? Like this is. Yeah. Like, this is like,
0: like literally, this is um. Give me, give me a player. Give me a, give me a star like a like Luca. Like Luca scoring thirty three a game on a team that scores a hundred, right? Like a, he's scoring thirty three percent of their points basically. Yeah, every game, every single game, like it, it's nuts. It's it's absurd how good he's been. I'm just I was looking through his conference, really his entire season because you mentioned he's like, what if there's a game that he scores eight points? I'm like, you know what? That's a good point. What if there is a game? Uh, there's only been one game where he scored single digits. You want it? You want a crazier thing? What?
1: The North Texas averages seven made threes a game. Tyler averages three a game. <laughs> yeah, Like, that's what I'm saying. So much has to go right for this team to win. And to their credit, it works. Like, and I want to make sure, because I'm not, I don't want to, you know, I'm not trying to say that, you know, this team isn't going to win games and blah, 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 blah. Because I think they, they will. I'm just concerned about ultimately getting the NCAA tournament.
0: Yeah, you're worried about winning. You're worried about winning the conference the big tournament one. now the because since, since they lost, yeah, uh,
1: their at-large bid. Yeah, that that's what I'm worried about. And I, hopefully, you know, we can see you know other guys make more contributions. But that's all I'm worried about. At the end of the day, that's what this team's playing for. They're playing yeah. to get obviously the conference championship, regular season championship, but to get in the NCAA tournament, they don't want to. You know, as much as the NIT is a good tournament, they don't want to go back there if if they've been to the other one before. So yeah. Um, that that's 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 all the reason why I'm bringing all this up because FAU tonight I think should they're the best team in the conference and it's going to remain that way until said otherwise.
0: Yeah. So, um, but anyways, yeah. Shout out Tyler Perry. I mean, he's that's that's cool. crazy stat actually. That's actually crazy. I mean, it's nineteen twenty. These are his last six games: nineteen points, twenty points, 22, hmm. 11, 21, and eighteen. Those are golly. And it's been, it's been like that the entire season. Like he's just automatic.
1: Well, it's like funny because Bernie and I text back and forth during games and we only send like one word text to each other. And every time Tyler makes a shot, we're just like, God, dang. We're like, what? We're just type... and, TP or... and caps. Yeah. Or we just go, God.
0: <laughs> yeah. Shout out Tyler Perry. Um, shout out Aaron Scott for really coming into his own over yeah. the past few games. I mean, that's four straight games and double digits. And yep. before that, he had one game in double digits the entire year. And he's now done it four times in a row. So that's crazy. Uh yeah. Shout out to A Scott. Um like I said, I think the offense is the big thing here. They're they're moving up a little bit um in offensive rating. The defense is what it is. We know it's gonna be good. We know at times maybe you know teams can get hot at I mean, honestly. A team can, can get hot against any defense in the country, right? Like, it's yeah. just kind of how basketball get, works. They hit shots, yeah. Yeah, they hit shots. FAU was hitting tough shots. Like, that's that's what good teams do. But um, I am confident North Texas will uh, be good moving forward. So, we'll see. All right, that's all we got. We hope you all enjoyed the podcast. Um, North Texas now 5-2 and two overall. Uh, we did a football podcast last time. Be sure to check that out on Chandler Rogers, new quarterback. Um, that was an interesting conversation we had there. And yeah, we'll probably be back, man, I don't know, after the UAB game, January 21st. Yeah, that's good. That's good. A week from now.
1: I will be in Houston on January
0: 21st. You're going to Houston? I I didn't even know.
1: I have to go to a couple shower at a country club for Norma's friend. I don't know.
0: Wait, is it for your, who, what? It's for Norma's friend. friend. Okay. Yeah. Country. And why do you have to go? Because it's a couples thing? No, I
1: just, it's just like I got to go because I'm going to the wedding, I guess. I don't know. I don't know mm-hmm. how it works. Norma's just like, we got to get you some clothes. And I was like, okay. we we'll have to get you some clothes. I was like, can okay. I golf that day? Like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> meet in Houston. You can go around to golf. Yeah, I was
1: like, you go to the couples shower. I'll just go golf at the country club while you're there. Like, I yeah. don't need to be there for the – For the for the event,
0: let's see what time this game is at. Um, (laughs) if they have it, Saturday, January twenty first. Uh, UAB, UAB, UAB. God, that's a busy day of basketball. I'll be busy one to four.
1: Well, actually, I'll be busy all day because we're going there and then coming back same day.
0: All right. Well, the game's at four, so yeah, not happening. We'll see what we can do. We'll he'll watch it back and we'll watch it. We'll do a podcast on that Sunday. Yeah. But anyways. Until then, uh, we appreciate y'all for joining us. Uh, let's subscribe to the YouTube channel. Leave a like and a comment as well. You think, uh, how, how do you think North Texas will end up in conference? You know, 14-6, 15-5, 16-4. What do you think? Uh, follow us on Twitter at MatthewBrooney_ underscore and at C J H Mitchell. Follow us on Facebook right above, right above Collin's head is the Green Room Podcast. Uh, Spotify. We appreciate y'all's support, and we will talk to y'all later.